Iran is going to be in exporting oil again on this energy edition of Industry Focus. Greetings, fools. I am Sean O'Reilly, joined today by the devilishly handsome Taylor Muckerman. How are you oh, today, Oh, stop sir? it. Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. I knew your mother was listening, <laughs> so I wanted to throw that in there. Um, so, uh, big news this week. Uh, John Kerry, the Secretary of State, pulled off a uh, four-month-long coup mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, basically negotiated with Iran to lift sanctions in exchange for them slowing up their nuclear program. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and obviously fill us in a little bit more, but they're going to start exporting oil again. That's what they say. They've been waiting for it for a while. They've been able to export some oil to some nations Mostly that, to Europe yeah, and to some and, and uh, I think South Korea and yeah. a few other smaller Asian nations. Um, those weren't those weren't part of the sanctions, but now that it's lifted, they think that they could uh, export an additional five hundred thousand barrels a day immediately, up to up to a hundred or a million extra barrels a day. After six months, so you that know, sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot, and it is for Iran, but not necessarily for the entire world. When you consider OPEC itself exports thirty million barrels a day, five hundred thousand really isn't a whole heck of a lot. But to Iran, it's going to mean it's going to mean something because that first initial bump will be about eighteen uh, percent of an upgrade, and then if you tack on that additional five hundred thousand, that's another fifteen percent on top of that. So. Internally, Iran is really going to benefit from this if they can find some buyers, which is most likely going to be China right. or somebody in Europe. Because oil is oil, yeah. And um, what was this about? Uh, they had a bunch of oil just floating off their coast or something. Yeah. Acres, like. So about thirty billion uh, barrels, which I think breaks 30 down million, thirty million. Thirty million. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Which breaks oil. down to about eleven days worth of their total ex- um, export. About 2.8 um, million barrels a day is what they've been exporting. Did they just not have anywhere to send that? Like- well, yeah. So since they've had these restrictions, they haven't been able to fully export their production capacity. Um, so rather than just keep it in the ground, there's 30 million barrels a day floating right. on the waters outside of Iran, just waiting to be shipped uh, internationally. And this probably isn't going to take place immediately because the inspectors still have to go through and, and make sure that they're complying with... Uh, the nuclear restrictions, right. um, all politics aside, this seems like a, a troublesome deal when you look at the supply and demand uh, dynamics now. But we're going to have some time to to prepare for this right. since it's not going to happen immediately. So if I'm a uh, investor, not necessarily in just U.S. shale, but just mm-hmm. an energy investor or anything, there's a lot of fear-mongering. There's a lot of oversupply, yeah. like Lots of scary articles related to this, and if you're an energy investor out there right now, in your opinion, how much should, if I own shares in an oil company, be freaking out? Um, I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. I mean, you're only looking at an oversupply of about 800,000 barrels a day um, in the second half of this year. So it's almost going to double that, but it's still pretty small in the global scheme of things, uh, and I think it'll probably be able to work itself out. There are expectations that demand will increase next year. And if you look at all the cutbacks in spending, long term, we could be at a supply shortfall if if companies aren't spending, which some of them aren't. So who knows? Maybe Iran can't even fill the void in the next few years. Um, That being said, 
that you're probably going to start buying more equipment to to produce more in, internally. So maybe you look at some some suppliers like Schlumberger or, or Halliburton. I'm not too sure off the top of my head if they've worked with Iran in the past, but I do know that both of those companies have a heavy presence in the Middle East. So it could be a benefit to one or both, or or maybe an additional um, equipment supplier and services provider, um, because. If Iran does decide to produce more, they're going to need that help because they haven't been producing or or really doing any R and D really right. since like the seventies or eighties because this has been been in place for a while now. No, this actually is historic. Yeah, right? people don't realize. Um, and uh, actually, on that note, what um, there's talk of uh, international energy giants going in there and helping them develop yeah. the reserves and everything. Uh, have you caught wind of any particular company like BP or something is definitely going to be in there? Um, I saw an article saying that Chevron is interested, but um, there, you know, there's lists for everything these days, and there's a list of places where it's tough to do business. And Iran ranks pretty highly on that list as a place where um, there's just a lot of a lot of paperwork, a lot of uh, a lot of hierarchies that you have to go through, uh, a lot of levels of bureaucracy. So. Um, why would I, I spend a billion dollars right. investing in infrastructure there? When, and then, and then all yeah. of a sudden, there's a lot of risk, right? right. So all of a sudden, um, you find out that there's a hidden nuclear plant that people didn't right. know about, and then sanctions are are impa- are even harder than they were previously. So, um, yeah, personally, I would be a little worried if I was investing in a company that was starting to do business there, uh, maybe f- in the future. But let somebody else figure it out first. Awesome. Thank you for your thoughts. And uh, before we move on, I wanted to make our listeners aware of a very special offer for all industry-focused listeners. If you found this discussion informative and you are looking for more foolish stock ideas, Stock Advisor may be the service for you. It is our flagship newsletter, started more than 10 years ago by Motley Fool co-founders Tom and David Gardner. We're offering the lowest price out there for our industry-focused listeners. It is $129 for a two-year subscription to Stock Advisor. You'll get two stock recommendations every month with insight from our team of analysts. Just go to focus.fool.com to take advantage of this deal. Once again, that is focus.fool.com. And uh, so, Taylor, the other thing I really wanted to talk to you about is uh, this. Uh, I, I think it literally came out yesterday. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. But uh, natural gas passing coal is our top electricity source in the U.S. Um, I'm actually for the first time ever. For the first time ever, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm surprised it took this long, to be honest with you. But uh, what do you think? Like, that's a big deal. It is a big deal, and it's been a long time coming. I mean, I remember when I first started covering energy and materials companies uh, several years back, and people were already talking about the death of coal. Coal company stocks have just performed probably amongst some of the worst in the entire uh, stock exchange. Over that time period, and um, re- rightfully so, demand has been slowing, and especially in the U.S., EPA has been cracking down on emissions from power and electricity generation plants, um, which traditionally have been heavy, heavy users of coal. Um, and so you've seen a lot of shutterings of old plants because it just costs too much to to refurbish them and get the scrubbers in there to clean out the the carbon emissions. And and Southern Company tried a, a coal regasification plant, state of the art, uh, their Kemper facility um, down in um, Mississippi, I believe, and that took way longer than they expected. It cost way more than they expected. So if technology like that can can be more cost efficient. And more timely, maybe coal still has a life. Um, but right now, I don't see natural gas continuing to pull away. I think they'll be a flip flopping for a little while because companies still have plants that can go back and forth based mm. on which commodity is more expensive or less expensive. So there at are the time. plants that can alternate between. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, it, 
this doesn't even seem to be uh, this doesn't just seem to be a regulatory issue to me because you look at um, you know what's happened with natural gas and obviously right before the Great Recession I mean what was it like at, at its peak like thirteen dollars yeah. per uh, you know, million BTUs and all that and then it crashed and it got down I think in twenty ten like two bucks and now we're at three or four yeah it I still think. Ha- it, it rose a little bit but it still found its baseline right in the in the low you single know, digits so if I'm a company I'm looking at this and it's it's cleaner so the government's going to be yep. less on my back and it's you know beaten down the last six years I, and it's bountiful right especially and, in the U S you know, what is it we've got like two hundred years or something like yeah that, and it's easy to transport it's cleaner to transport yeah. So. Lots of economic reasons why this makes sense. For sure. And you're seeing it possibly already having an impact. Um, there was a report backed by a few different uh, utility companies. Um, no surprise that they're lar- these utilities that back the study are largely uh, nuclear or natural gas-based, but they say that the pullback in coal usage and, and electricity has already started to help curb emissions. Um, they said it was what down 12% over the last five years, so they're ahead of EPA guidelines. And... Um, uh, you know, you talk about Exelon is one of the big companies behind the study. Huge nuclear fleet, also natural gas, and they're moving into renewables. Um, they have some coal, but they're shying away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so some people are saying, "Oh, this is an attack on coal," but it's it's hard evidence uh, based on the top 100 uh, largest producer power producing plants in the country. 12% reduction in emissions, carbon emissions since wow. 2012. Are there any uh, natural gas companies that you keep your eye on just that are long-term beneficiaries of this? Um, generally just the pipelines because they're they're building the connections from the fields. They've got the natural yeah. monopoly and it's There's a lot more producers out there than there are pipeline companies, so um, it's a little bit more of a concentrated market for pipelines and there are some big players i'm personally invested in spectra energy um they have their company then they have a couple different partnerships that pay a high dividend up to them and then in turn i get a dividend payment from spectra um and it's one of if not the largest outside of kinder morgan uh pipeline companies in the country predominantly on the east coast with some canadian operations as well so heavily involved in the marcellus and utica shales and they're have a lot about 35 billion dollars in projects either under construction or looking at um moving forward really trying to deliver natural gas to new england area especially which really has a shortage of pipelines outside of new york and it gets cold and it gets really cold (laughs) very good well thank you for your thoughts taylor you got it have a good one and if you are a loyal listener and have questions or comments we would love to hear from you just email us at focus at fool.com again that is focus at fool.com as always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks that they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against those stocks, so don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. For Taylor Muckerman, I'm Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening, and Fool on! Fool on!